0: In studio with me today, back again, back again, Ben Hatchett. How you doing, man? Doing well. Good to be back in the lineup. Hey, hockey fans. How y'all doing? So uh, friendly, friendly PSA before we start this. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Just wash your hands. <laughs> uh, despite what you may be hearing on the uh, good folks at Fox News, uh, <laughs> the coronavirus is a, it, it is a serious matter and, you know, you need to take in the legal health advice. From the United States government, or maybe not the United yeah, States government, easy. but uh, <laughs> you need to wash your hands, you need to take care of yourself, you need to stay home if you're sick, you don't need to get anybody else sick. Um, that's just our uh, local PSA here. That's our here. PSA for the day. Uh, so you're, you're, and, you're welcome for tuning into Puck Talk and uh, bringing and, some knowledge today. And, and uh, of course, our hearts go out to the Nashville community as Cookville east nashville germantown and a couple other communities have seen 25 casualties due to a 50 mile tornado barrage and uh, i'm from nashville all of my family and friends are from nashville and you know the last thing that i wanted to see when i woke up that morning was to see nine dead 11 dead uh 15 and uh, the casualties keep rising and You know, I spent all Tuesday just calling my friends, making sure everybody was okay, making sure everybody was accounted for. I'm thankful to say that all of my friends are fine. You know, nothing drastic happened, maybe to a couple people's workplaces. But um, our hearts uh, obviously go out to those families. And we give our deepest condolences. Um, And there's not really an easy way to transition into hockey. But, you know... A better way to start with the Nashville Predators. Well, yeah, they... First of all, what an emotional roller coaster mm. the Nashville Predators have been just in the past week. All right. You talk about a team that had a five-game homestand and won three out of those five games. Objectively, not bad. No. Helpful. Helpful to get things going. You know, back taking in, advantage of what you have. To, went right back into the standings. Finally got back in the standings. Uh, you know, second wild card. Held it for about two days. And then, for some reason, it just fell off the map. Uh, they lost based on an egregious call of goaltender interference, mm-hmm. which cost them the game against Colorado. Objectively, they should have played better, but you know that one that loss wasn't completely on them. Then they get blown out eight to three and then they go on the road and they can't solve Kevin Fiala and the Minnesota Wild, which of course they can't solve. yeah, Kevin Fiala and the Minnesota Wild. Just when the pressure is there, a team they could jump ahead you know and that was a game that was the game where all of the re- reporting for the Nashville community had happened so obviously i sure. think the emotional one it, it was an emotional game for those players um and and obviously it had to have played some sort of a factor into you know knowing that their community was hurting a little bit and i'm willing to uh give them the benefit of the doubt on that and um it it, it is it it was just so upsetting that they couldn't maintain that wild card position. And it was also really upsetting that you had one of the best games in Nashville Predators history when Mikel Glenland scores the game time goal with 0.1 second left on the clock. <laughs> just like you drew it up. Love to see it. And with that behind the net feed from Forsberg, just banging home a rebound. And then he nets the game winner. After crossing two Calgary defenders, I mean, That's you awesome. talk about a punch in the gut, and that should have been a season-defining moment for this team. And then they came out and they spotted the next three games. Yeah, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. The roller coaster. Big big matchup tonight against the Dallas Stars. <laughs> yep. And if they it, I, Dallas I, is holding in that third spot in the Central, and I'll say this: if the Predators can't get three out of four points in these next two games. It's very unlikely that they'll make the playoffs. I just think that there's too many inconsistencies in this team. I just think that there's a lot of on the. I think there are six teams right we were on the bubble that, yeah. in the wild card for the Western Conference. Just in the Western Conference, so right. Nashville cannot afford. You're absolutely right to not get three or four points in the next few games. It's a must, and it's a must against a good Dallas Stars team who have yep. pretty much all but locked their way into the playoffs. They'll they'll probably be the third seed, and I think that they'll be a sleeper for the Stanley Cup. I think that the Dallas Stars have a good system going on, but yeah. if the Predators can't find a way to overcome, you know, that 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 immense Dallas defense, I don't think that they have a chance to win. And make it into the playoffs, especially with the time frame now shortening so much. Right. We're in that back that final chunk, not even not even twenty games left for some teams. We're in that eighteen or less kind of stretch where this this is the, the make or break time. We've followed a lot of these teams. If you're looking at let's kinda of look through that central uh, lineup, really the Western Conference, you know, still holding the number one spot, Saint Louis, no questions there. Number two, Colorado, three, we just mentioned Dallas transition to the Pacific. You've got Vegas standing strong with 82, Edmonton right on their tail with 80, followed by the Calgary Flames with 77 points. Vancouver and Winnipeg are holding up the wild card spots, and you've got the Arizona Coyotes. You've got the Minnesota Wild, possibly the uh, Nashville Predators, and Chicago even. we are yeah. talking about this just a few minutes before the show. Chicago could even... Chicago's not out of it. Trick you know, sneak in there. Chicago's not out of it by any stretch of the means. And that's not good for teams that are holding that wild card spot like the Canucks and the Jets because you're worried about the Predators, you're worried about the wild, you're worried about three different other teams, and then here comes the Blackhawks just out of nowhere. Do I think that's gonna happen? Probably not. Sure. But that's it's not out of the question. And I think that the Blackhawks were about four points out of making the playoffs last year. Right. So it came down to the a final few games for sure. So you just never know. And you know the old hockey stereotype just get in. Right. Just get in the playoffs. And you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. The focus is to win games now. hmm. Try to get people healthy. Oh, yeah. That's what a lot of these teams are dealing with. It's a late, this is a tough part of the year. You're trying to string together some wins focus on making that you want to be you want to be playing in May you want to be playing in April um, that's kind of where a lot of those teams are Vegas has positioned themselves nicely with this two-headed goalie tandem uh, I was reading a little bit the other day this flurry Leonard combo is reminiscent of a flurry Murray tandem you know what? It, it, I said this at the beginning of the season. You said this at the beginning of the season. The Pacific Division was Vegas's to lose. Right. So the fact that they're finally taking control after Edmonton and Vancouver have pretty much held the position sure. all year long, I think that it bodes well for that Vegas team who's finally starting to put all their pieces together. They've won nine out of their last ten. Yeah, And, you know, I'm not saying that they have easy trekking from now to the end of the season, but they do have one of the lighter schedules going forward, so you know, uh, looking ahead, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't see how Vegas doesn't advance to the Western Conference Final. I don't see how The Blues don't advance to the Western Conference final. They've won... That'd be a nice matchup. That'd be be pretty cool. They've won eight out of their last ten. The Blues are on fire right now. The Philadelphia Flyers are on fire right now, which we'll touch on later when we get into the Eastern Conference. But, you know, just looking at this Western Conference, they are objectively the weaker conference out of the two. And the Central Division is the weakest conference in terms of who's going to step up. Sure. Um teams like Anaheim, San Jose, you know, Los Angeles, they've fallen off. Right. They they're not making the playoffs this year, but there are still vi- five very strong teams in that division that could ma- could very well make some noise in the playoffs and I wouldn't be surprised to see all those five teams that we just mentioned in the playoffs this year. I would not be surprised. Sure. Right, there's really one one spot probably up for grabs mm-hmm. to sneak in. Vancouver's going to Vancouver's going to advance. Um, Edmonton and Vegas are definitely going to advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calgary's, of course, is going to advance. But that that fifth spot, that second spot in the wild card, right? Is it going to be Winnipeg? Is it going to be Arizona? I think it. looking at all of these teams and looking at the way that they've been playing recently, I would have to say it'd be Arizona. I think so as well. Because Going back to the pickups in the offseason, getting Phil Kessel, getting some scoring. They have what it takes, I think. Yeah, and nobody else has it. Right. It's not necessarily that Arizona has that missing piece. It's that nobody else seems to want it. Sure. Nobody else seems to play like they want it. So... I mean Winnipeg has relied on Connor Helubchuk all year mm-hmm. and he's starting to get tired which I guess if I was giving up like 10 high danger chances a game and having to bail out my teammates 10 times I'd probably be over that too. <laughs> yeah. I think last night's a great example. Arizona takes down Vancouver 4-2. Yeah, no kidding. Talk about how you want to play. Treat that like a playoff game. Mhm. And they showed up just what we were talking about with other teams. You got to show that now. Yeah, you have to show that you're willing to play at a high level all of the time. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick 15-second break. You're listening to 91.5 WGRE, your sound alternative. I'm Candy Crowley from CNN. You're listening to WGRE 91.5, your sound alternative. Welcome back, folks, and you're listening to 91.5 WGRE, your sound alternative here on Puck Talk Live with Ben Hatchett and Jack Woods. We were just talking about the Western Conference, the way that the wild card's going to shape up. We agree that the Arizona Coyotes are going to make it into that final playoff spot. We agree that Vancouver's going to lock down that top wild card spot. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun couple of weeks of hockey. Edmonton getting back in it is neat. We've talked about Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, of course. Uh, We've talked about that whole pairing, what they've been able to do. Uh, Dreisaitl just hit the 100-point threshold, one of the first to do it in a few seasons at this point in the year. Joined a pretty impressive list of players in the last few years, like... uh, You've got Kucherov, and the list goes on and on of players that have been in that that hundred point total. McDavid, of course, did that twice in the last five years. So they've they've got the scoring. We know that we followed them. They've they've held that second spot all year. So they have new life in the playoffs. Like, I mean, when was the last time Canadian teams were in a drought? In yeah, no kidding. Years? We haven't had Canadian teams in the playoffs. We've got two, potentially three, most likely. Yeah, heading in the west. Yeah, and I mean, it, it <laughs> there are just so many teams that I did not suspect would be in this position. There are so many teams that I did not think right would sneak in right at the, right at the buzzer. Yeah, not too many surprises out of the central, but yeah, that Pacific, a lot of new faces that have held it all year, transitioning over to the east. If you are ready, yeah, I think we've been talking about it all season, but. Mad respect for the Philadelphia Flyers. We talked a couple episodes ago. My love for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I will not deny that. Uh, they they, <laughs> they jumped ahead at that 80-point mark and took one of the Metropolitan. Meanwhile, everybody was talking about the Washington-Pittsburgh tandem, that battle going on, who's going to be number one. Meanwhile, Philly is just going to say, no, 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 we're, we're still in this. They score. The city of brotherly love <laughs> fights back. <laughs> They they pushed back. And oh when my I said, gosh! Five two last night. The Flyers take down the Caps five well, to two. That is a playoff win, right? And now in Washington, in be. Washington too. They were celebrating. I don't know if they celebrated last night, but they celebrated Ovi's goal number a couple nights ago. They're still celebrating. Mm-hmm. They're they're in victory mode clearly. Well, they haven't had to play competitive hockey for 20-some games. Right. This is that slump you get into. Case in point with the Pittsburgh Penguins. They hit that metropolitan total. The hockey gods put me in my place. Right. I want to acknowledge this on the air. I will do anything it takes to get the Penguins back. Oh. into what they need to be doing. Anything? Well, okay, hold on. Let's Anything. Easy. Well, uh, Just to the hockey gods. Just to go. the hockey gods. Would you wash your hands Absolutely. to prevent the coronavirus? Of course. <laughs> of course. I listened to the public service announcement we did. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, we'll, re- we'll replay it. Right, don't I'll... touch your face. <laughs> Seriously, don't. Don't do that. It's uh, kind of hard to when you have a beard like ours. I know, that's the thing. Did you see the CDC? And we're going to digress here. Hold on, Puck Talk fans. The CDC <laughs> issued Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, issued beard grooming standards etiquette. I did not see that. I've just been washing the beard like I wash my hair. It's a little flow chart. Really, and the reason they they have uh, strict beard grooming regulation for disease prevention is so you can wear uh, a face mask, a sanitary mask safely. Mm -hmm. your, Your beard hair will push that face mask not so flush against your face so then you're more prone to airborne illnesses that is really so that is a strange fact uh, that i didn't think i'd hear today a lot of the cdc uh beard grooming it's really mustaches because (laughs) you can you can keep that underneath the face mask I mean, I suppose, but I, that that kind of feels outlandish, in my opinion. But then again, oh yeah, yeah who yeah. who am I to say anything right. with my vast experience in the medical community? Absolutely. Uh, going, uh going, back, <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, going, going back, going back, to hockey. Well, actually, that that could be we could be we could have an epidemic on our hands because a lot of hockey players are going to grow some serious facial hair. Oh yeah, I in mean, the, next, the, cu- in the, next the lettuce 20- is about to get the flow is going to be out. You're going to yeah. see Connor McDavid lose like two miles an hour just because of his hair, oh, right? So that drag time, that, that drag an, time, that'd be. I, I wonder if that's actually. That would be an interesting, that, and that would be an interesting stat to know if how much facial hair you have legitimately slows you down. Sure. Which it hasn't phased Connor McDavid. He's still one of the fastest players in the league. No, but it would slow Patrick Maroon down quite mm-hmm. a bit. Sure. On that Tampa Bay Lightning (laughs) team. Right. (laughs) Speaking of the Lightning, Stamkos out. Ooh, that is a big-time loss. You know, what what was his timeline? Six weeks? Which is, like, right in the middle of the playoffs. Right. Right in the middle of it. Which, if Tampa Bay can get over that Toronto Maple Leafs... Or, no, that's... I'm sorry. I just completely messed that up. You're good. (laughs) So, one team... Two teams that I did not suspect we would be talking about right now. And I say this with all sincerity. The New York Rangers, they're only four points out of a wild card spot. And have a big game tonight. They're playing the Capitals. And they have looked like a playoff team. They are trying to get back in there. The Metropolitan, pretty, pretty contentious, but they are... They 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 have a legitimate chance of making it back in this in, in into this playoff picture, and you know the Islanders and the Blue Jackets are. I mean, we knew the Islanders would repeat and go back, but absolutely with three games in hand on the Blue Jackets, there's no reason why the Islanders shouldn't be the number one seed for the Eastern Conference Wild Card. But looking at Carolina. New York, and Columbus. Mm-hmm. That is a really tight, tight race. And three teams that I really want to see in the playoffs this year, especially with the way that the New York Rangers have you know, revamped their entire offense, the way that Carolina plays night in and night out, the way that you know, this Columbus Blue Jackets team will beat you two to one and one to nothing. Right, play close games and they're okay with that. They're okay with that. They don't go for the the five to two victories like the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers here's an interesting fact the Flyers out of their last six games, they've scored four or more goals. That's their awesome. offense is on fire. Yeah. But Looking at that Eastern Conference, I and mean, their their goal differential is plus thirty three. So yeah, they've just turned everything. They're, they're around. the best. They're the best scoring team right now in the Metropolitan. Are they really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, pretty handily, almost by ten. That's it like gets well, like most. Pittsburgh's close with thirty. Mm-hmm. But in terms of that goal differential. Mm-hmm. All right, we, we we've sort of looked at all of these teams, and we're we're almost seventy games in. Yeah, All right. Nobody's reached seventy yet, but we're at that sixty-eight mark. You know, we got a full lineup tonight. A right. lot of great matchups tonight. It's time to start talking about it. Yeah, and we've been talking about it all season as the way too early playoff predictions. It's not too early now, friends. It's not. It's really not. We have hit March. We've got a month of hockey left if that. So Ben, this is kind of a curveball right, and fire away. I know I woke up about I'd say 30 minutes That's ago. okay. let's well, just need you know that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been prepping you're you're busy prepping for the show. Oh I, I mean I was just on the bubble just I can't wait yeah it's not like I was up till two in the morning working on homework but um give me. Western Conference final, yeah, Eastern Conference final, Stanley Cup and winner. Okay. I like let's start with the West. I I like the St. Louis Vegas matchup. Um, it would be cool to see somebody disrupt the Blues, I think in the central. Now, now, now they kind of have that mantra of, you know, they're the defending champs. Now you're you're kind of looking to see who can who can dethrone them. But I think, I think that Vegas-St. Louis matchup would be awesome. Uh, coming out of that, I think it's Vegas. I think it's a shot of redemption for Fleury. Wow. I think he'll get hot. He's done it before in the postseason. After. Okay. So I think Vegas secures a return trip after uh, missing it last year. Back to the Stanley Cup Final. Now, looking at the East, I think Boston's going to come out with a vengeance. They've been the hottest. Wow. They've, they've been the strongest team. So you're going to say President Trophy winner. Boston Bruins. I think they could be the first. Wow. Yeah. Hot take, right? That is a... Yeah, it is. (laughs) I just think... Just seeing how close that team was last year to beating the Blues. All they would have needed is just another playoff. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, another playoff game. Another power play opportunity in that seventh game. Yeah. And, man, it's tough to pick somebody out of the Metropolitan. Yeah, uh, it really is. It's it's hard to pick away from those those three <laughs> those three because they've been playing so well. It could be anybody. It could be Washington. It could be Philly. It that just comes down to who plays who first. One of one of those three teams is going to have to play each other. Yeah, in round one, and that'll be the that'll be the series to watch. Um, I Philly's playing hot right now. I can't can't pick them. You can't. You think they peaked a little bit too early? I think so. I said the same thing about the Blues last year, right? And then they just, right, tore the world on fire. Um, Ovi Ovi's got Ovi Junior screaming for him during games. Have you seen the videos? No. <laughs> Ovi's got Ovi's youngest child. He's got a second on the way. Little Ovi. I don't know what his actual name is. We're going to call him Little Ovi. Ovi Jr. (laughs) Uh, He didn't actually name him Alexander Ovechkin, but he's... yeah. Anyway, he's got a little... He's got a son now who I think he would love to put him back in that cup. I think Ovi Ovi and the Capitals know their window's closing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Washington and Boston. Washington and Boston. And again, a fantastic Fantastic matchup if right. w- With that Right How I, do you pre- I, I don't know How do you prepare Against the seven game series Against the Capitals Right I, They can I, come I, at you I, From any way I, I, And I love The strategy. Braden Holtby Braden has Become a premier goalie I he love used the strategy show. Yeah I love the strategy On the opposing team's Penalty kill Because You can't give up That's the thing though For oh. both those teams They will hurt you On the power play uh, Ovechkin just sits there at the top of the right, right face off circle, right? and nobody covers him, yeah, it, it it's basically just a given at this point, yeah, it's incredible. Um, dropped to that one knee so it so for you, for you, it is Washington and Boston with yep. Boston prevailing. So yeah. now you got I'll pick that, yeah, so, so now you got Boston just, just to, because I got to be decisive. You don't have to be, but yeah. I just asked you to be. So, I guess you have to be. Yeah, but you I had think. Vegas and Boston. Yep. Who is it? Mm. Man, it's, it's reminiscent of that Vancouver, Boston. Ooh, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coast to coast road trips. They're not actually driving it. <laughs> they're, <you> know, <laughs> they're flying back, though, every other night. Mm hmm. Um, oh, it'd be so cool for Vegas. You you want to see Vegas? I want to see it. Vegas. You you think that Boston would get upset two years in a row? <laughs> oh. <laughs> to work that hard? Oh fate, man, fate is cruel that way. It really is. They get there, yeah. They get back to it, and they can't can't get it done. You okay? Does it go to seven games like it did last year? Absolutely. Okay, and, and I think it's a close one. Okay, and I'll throw in one more. Who gets the Con Smythe? <laughs> Uh, bold prediction, Mark Huntry-Flurry. Really? Because I think... How can you go against patcheretti though? I know. Carlson, like, there are so many yeah. offensive... There are so many awesome offensive... Because uh, I think if Vegas has to get there, Flurry's going to play. Right, so, he, he's got to stand I, on I, his I, head. And I think, I would hope the selection committee gives it to him because of his age, mm-hmm. because of his the caliber of play. Mm-hmm. That's just so hard. You don't see many goal. No matter how well goalies do. I mean, gosh, we've had outstanding like Jordan performances. Jordan Bennington didn't get outstanding performances. We've had an outstanding goalie performances by a lot of young guys. Yeah, in the last three cups, and yeah, it's gone to. So okay, so just to clarify, you yeah. say yeah. <laughs> it's Boston and Vegas I in say the say Stanley it's Cup. And Vegas and Vegas wins it in seven. Yep. I mean, okay. D- how does flurry win the con Is it just save is it like a 52 save shutout mm. in game seven or you know does he net an empty net goal like <laughs> 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 oh all right folks we're gonna take a quick break here I don't know i'm gonna need to, I mean, I'm gonna need to plan through this one you got okay you've got a solid two minutes to plan this out no, good deal all right you, you, you'll hear it here you're listening to 91.5 WGRE, your sound alternative. Need a little ear candy? WGRE provides the sweet. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Providing you with the latest news and music every hour. Tune in to Greencastle's hottest station anywhere in the world. Find us on social media at WGRE Radio. The voice of PA University and home of Tiger Athletics. 91.5, your, your, your sound alternative. Hey, did you see this email about selling knives and getting rich quick? Whoa, the help desk warned us about those emails. Did you delete it? No, I clicked it. Oh, shoot. Well, at least you have antivirus. Yeah, I mean, how much could viruses have changed since 2003? Oh, no, you should keep your anti malware updated. Viruses are constantly evolving and changing. The help desk allows you to download up to date versions of Semantic Antivirus. Oh, okay. They've stolen my credit card information. How did they guess my password? Well, it was probably too easy. Always make sure your password is unique for each account and it's a sentence that is at least 12 characters long. Oh, man. If only I heard about this sooner. Let this be your wake-up call. Keep a clean machine, protect your personal information, and connect with care through the Internet. Contact the help desk for more information. Welcome back to Puck Talk here on 91.5 WGRE. <clears throat> we are just talking about... Ben Hash and I are talking about Stanley Cup predictions. We and are. Ben, ben. Yep. I'm here. Soul I'm right in here. stone. Yep. In stone. I have it down on paper now. Boston and Vegas. Vegas wins it in seven. Yep. And Fleury is the Smythe winner. Right. So, well, Because, to go back to your point, I think, okay. it, I think it will be, there's going to be a few shutouts in there against the, it's going to have to be for him, and now I'm just trying to dig my whole way out of this hole, and, <laughs> and, and kind of back, back up my predictions, because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, when I'm thinking of the Vegas lineup, it's like, I know Flurry for sure, who else is on that team now, there's been a lot of movement, So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so to make this prediction and kind of give it some legs. Uh, yeah, Vegas is going to have to have a couple shutout performances in Boston, of course, to cement a Mark Andre Fleury, uh, con Smythe. Okay, and mate, I don't know what. There's got to be an empty net goal. There's got to be an empty net goal. There's, he's done it before. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. he's he's done it right. It's not completely out of the. Yeah, it, it's not just shooting in the wind. Maybe like even a goalie. Is, maybe even a goalie fight. Ooh, maybe he starts chirping down to Tuca Rask. Holtby and Flurry. Oh, right, right. Is it... Oh, no, Boston I'm sorry, sir? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I like, who... It, be, it would be, be yeah. Tuca Rask Tuka and
1: Tuca Rask. Tuca. starts talking
0: Ooh. to Flurry, and you see the, the famous turtle fight in center ice. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Stanley Cup goalie fight. Wouldn't that be just such yeah. a... Such like a... I don't know how that wouldn't get people into hockey. Yeah, I feel like it would have to be something where... Flurry's known to be kind of a jokester. And something happens. Maybe during, like, media day. Mm-hmm. And he does something with maybe, like, a water bottle of Tuca. Or does something. And Tuca <laughs> thinks it's, like, a, a personal <laughs> attack. He's <laughs> done it before. You know? Flurry's Right, right. Well, he's done it with, like, his own team. I don't know if he's ever gone and messed with... Oh, he has. Okay. So then... Yeah, then it's something little like that. It's Oof. almost like reminiscent of like '90s Oof. rapper beef, where it's like clear miscommunication, and these two guys and and, and Flurry just goes with it. I mean, why and not? Even, even thinks it's going to be a joke. Not until like they're at center ice as you realize, oh, we're gonna we're gonna be fighting like turtles. <laughs> For those of you that aren't don't know what we're talking about, it happens from time to time. You might be tuning in and fans of the show because you think of hockey and fighting being a big part of it. It is. From time to time, goalies will drop the gloves or attempt to drop the gloves. They have so much padding and gear, it's really impossible to determine who's a winner. <laughs> it, the the equipment actually is a winner because it's usually dragging down one of the goalies. But from time to time, you'll get these gems of, of fights where two goalies go at it and you have to watch them try to communicate down the stretch of ice to make sure... Hey, do you want to fight? Is that yeah, it? are you are, are you, you pointing? Are you pointing me? <laughs> they got to get their binoculars out to look down to look down the, the sheet of ice, and so then they'll finally converge. And it's the longest buildup of goalies, kind of kind of strutting. They're kind of flashing their pads a little bit because again they have all this gear, yeah. And they meet at center ice, and finally they're trying to de-armor themselves <laughs> to try to get a few jabs. And it's usually like I think one of my favorite ones. Oh, gosh. Who was that goalie now? Johnson for the Penguins. Hmm? This was many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a fight, and it looked so awesome for him Mm -hmm. because he threw one punch on the Islanders goalie, Mm -hmm. and the poor guy just fell over because of the momentum. But from replay, it looks like KO, knockout, (laughs) one punch, goalie fight, lights out. Okay, we're. I'm gonna give my playoff predictions after this. After this, okay. But imagine being Cam Talbot Mm. behind the net trying to trying to pull teammates off of guys, and you just see Mike Smith at center ice just standing on his stick, just like, come here, right? Uh, It's happening. Yeah a mean, giant goalie. He is huge. Huge. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, and the fight turned out exactly how we all thought the fight right. would turn out. Right. And Cam Talbot ended up on the ice. <laughs> 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 I mean... I, if, now we're getting into the we, we we have taken you to a place on this show where I don't know if you've been before and I kind of like it. I do too. We're kind of being we're we're being facetious right now. Yeah, this isn't going to happen. It, I mean, it's it isn't going to happen. No way. But wouldn't it be awesome if it yeah. did? Right. Do you the think Stanley about... Stanley Cup final goalie fight? Think about the media coverage. Think sure. about how many like professional. Beat writers, professional sports writers, professional broadcasters immediately turn back into eight year olds as fans of the game. right? Right. I mean, think about like a four year old kid watching the Stanley Cup. Like he's just flipping through the channels trying to find SpongeBob, turns on the Stanley Cup finals, and just sees that. Suddenly, you have a new fan. Sure, like oh, that would be so good for the sport. Maybe not for you yeah. Know, I don't know. I don't know how good for the sport it would be. It like would, it would like the some, concussions and the CTE would, and the would, punching in the face. Maybe, it would reinforce but, this unfortunate stereotype and right the actual underlying health issues. Oh, but, but oh, what I mean, made for TV moment. Exactly. And yeah, it, it's one of those moments that you just dream about. Right, and especially if you're a fan of the game. Yeah. Or maybe would, a fan of the old game, sure, maybe the not old, the new. It's game. Definitely, definitely old, old school hockey. And I don't know when goalie fights were ever part of the actual <laughs> found fabric. It might be, it might, might be a new way. If you think about it, actually, it's probably a safer way. To it is force fighting because again, with all the padding and protection. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if there was a new rule put in place in the NHL, being like, okay, you can fight each other, right? But you have to go into the locker room, and you need to put on all of the goalie pads, sure. Then you can fight each other, right? And you have to have, like, the giant, um, like, the Q-tip. Yeah. (laughs) Like, have, like, like, jousting, which, oh, here we go, landing the plane, awesome transition. Did you see the most amazing post-on-ice intermission duel event? No, I didn't. So, I I can't it might have been Vegas. Okay. Wouldn't have been surprising. Had two fans on tricycles <laughs> with helmets and giant like boxing glove jousting sticks. <laughs> it's like a pool cue with like one of those foam hands. Are you sure you're not watching the ECHL? I, I'm, I'm positive. I'm positive. <laughs> this was this was professional and this should be mandated at every intermission. <laughs> this should happen once every game. So you have from like and this isn't like full length ice. This is like maybe we're talking you know, red line to centerize. Okay. So just just you know, not even not even half not even a rink. Not no, even your The wheels on the tricycle have to have incredible right. traction. Yeah, I think they had like tank treads. Oh my gosh. But, so these things are going <laughs> so yeah, you got two fans on, on on uh tricycles and they're jousting. Yeah. And and one guy clearly connects with uh, somebody's chin and that, that <laughs> other person. We probably saw, now that I think about it, we probably saw the first and last running of that event <sighs> just because of the liability. When, okay. that person, when that person dismounts a tricycle and falls onto ice, <laughs> there is concussion protocol for a fan injury. Okay, lawsuit okay. I, I, you, on. Know, you know they signed everything beforehand. Exactly. You know there's no way they... I know, but... It's like, uh, I went to a NFL game in Cincinnati with my dad back in December, mm-hmm. and there was a mascot Little League, like, <laughs> cub, cub football game. <laughs> okay. Where, like, kids were playing the mascots. Oh, yeah? From Cincinnati area schools and mm-hmm. teams and whatever, uh, what have you, uh... And, man, the Cincinnati Bearcat was decking kids. <laughs> just, just, like, stiff-arming five-year-olds. <laughs> it got so bad that the Bearcat took down a kid, ran into the end zone, scored. Kid has to hop off the field. <laughs> this is an intermission this is at the half of an no. NFL game, and you've got little kids hobbling off of fields. <laughs> and my dad and I turned to like, you know, this was awesome. But that's the last time we're going to see that because <laughs> there's no way parents are going to be like, wait, you want you want my child to do what? Full adults. I get I get there in mascot costumes, but they're taking it way more seriously. That mascot had probably one of the worst days ever, right. and that five year old was oh, just oh, yeah. the means of getting right. all that built up anger out. No, I feel like if you are gonna do the jousting thing, you you signed up for it. Mm-hmm. Like we've mm-hmm. seen medieval movies, we've seen Braveheart. I don't know if Braveheart had what <laughs> I don't know if Braveheart had jousting or whatever. But <laughs> no, I think wrong era. I think you that's know, the was, wrong era. But like, but I, I like for point of the it, you story. know you know what I mean is I've never seen Braveheart. I've, I'm not really ashamed about it, especially with Mel Gibson in it. But um, it's just like if, if you willingly sign up to be. And in and a halftime show that consists of jousting on a tricycle in mm-hmm. the middle of NHL ice, y- y- you kind of asked for it. Right. You know, I, I don't really feel sympathy for the guy that got ducked in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. So if you haven't seen it, I'm trying to look right now to see where you all can find this. But I do, um, I, I, I do feel bad for the kid that you mentioned. Yes, I hope he's okay. I, I hope that child had a speedy recovery <laughs> it's just you know keep your head on a swivel and i guess don't try to play football with grown men and mascot uniforms is that what is that the point that you're I, that's, getting at that's the moral of the story Absolutely. <laughs> thank you thank you for for crafting this <laughs> so the big thing is you know going back into hockey you know we've got a lot of fun to be had We've got a several big Make games. Make the sport ten, fun to ten, watch. Ten games ten games in the lineup tonight. We've talked about the postseason, the race to the 2020 Stanley Cup Final, and Stanley Cup playoffs for that matter. Let's back up a little bit. Let's get to the playoffs before the final. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. We've got a month of hockey left. Crosby celebrates milestone. Big 800th assist. And the Penguins' big 7-3 victory. bounce yep. back against Ottawa. Um, The Penguins went on a six-game slump mm-hmm. since our last time together on the air. Well, and now they showed that they're human, right? and, and now they're going to bounce back. Right. Talk about the time. The timing is, is perfect for them. They can have this reality check, this gut check, this moment of right now, have it in early March, get it out of the way. And the good thing is they are only two games behind the Capitals still. They're going to play Buffalo tonight. They're going to play... Washington this weekend. You had, to, you had to do it. You they, had to give you had to give them a plug. Right. <laughs> they have they have a chance <laughs> to get back in the Metropolitan. Hey, I was already I didn't put them in the final just because they're gonna get in the final now because objectively I didn't pick them. Ben, I haven't even given my prediction. Right, hear, well, we I'm just stretching us for the break. We've got okay. a break coming up in okay. four, three you're listening <laughs> to 91.5 WGRE. Hi, you're listening to Coach Deb Zellers, DePaul University Volleyball Coach, and you're listening to 91.5 WGRE Radio. Man, this show is off the rails today. Welcome back to Puck Talk here at 91.5 WGRE, your sound alternative. If you just missed it, Ben gave his Stanley Cup playoff predictions he gave his reasons why marc Andre Fleury was going to win the Conn Smythe. He's going to score an empty net goal <laughs> and have a goalie and, fight. in Game Seven. Have a goalie fight a new Gordy Howe. It'll be the marc Andre Fleury hat trick. It'll hat-trick. be the marc Andre Fleury a Stanley fight, Cup a goal hat trick. And yeah, good lord. I love it so much. Now, Jack, please, the moment we've all been waiting for. <coughs> you're the moment we've all been waiting for. 2020. By he, 2020. He gave unnecessary air quotes, for those of you not in the booth with us. Because, <laughs> because you're not. Uh, your 2020. I guess we've been teasing this for about 15 minutes now. Yeah, please. So the suspense is yours. obviously yeah. killing the listeners. Um, okay. Eastern Conference Final. Okay. It's going to come to a little bit of a shock. I'm going... Pittsburgh. Good deal. <laughs> Easy. I'm going Pittsburgh, and this is going to surprise you. I'm going to go Toronto. Ooh, all right. Pittsburgh and Toronto. Toronto has been down in the depths right, all year. Had a really rough start. They're in third place. 35-24-8, plus 12 goal differential. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that they, I think they might have something if the city can get behind Mitch Marner. Yeah, and, and I think I think that would be a really neat story because we talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago. That that Penguins game, honestly, yep. the, when they, they played back to back, they had a little bit of break, mm-hmm. but they responded beautifully. And we talked, we teed it up in the show that this could be their comeback moment. Because mm-hmm. let, let me get my numbers again. So. Yeah, the the Penguins at the time beat Toronto five to two. Mm-hmm. A pretty handed five to two. It yeah. wasn't that's closer. That that two goal is really giving Toronto some credit, <laughs> right? Because I believe the the Penguins went up five first, and then yeah, yeah, the Penguins went up five. Yeesh, five and they they were up they were up by five goals at the halfway point of the second period in that game. Good golly. So then, out of desperation, in the third period, or not even in the third period, in the second period, they they crawled in and scored two goals in two minutes. So that happened. Two nights later, Toronto came back, mm-hmm. put up four goals in the Penguins. Mm-hmm. And that really started the slump mm-hmm. for the Penguins and what began the comeback march for the Maple Leafs. And you know what? I, so what better what better pairing to to bring those two back together? I, I would I think that that would be not only a great matchup for the Eastern Conference, two very unlikely teams, especially with how stacked. Oh yeah, this 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 right conference is. I think that that would be a very unlikely, but I want to see that matchup, especially on that big of a stage. Yeah, with right. with uh, Crosby sure. and Marner going at it. Mm-hmm. Set, you know for seven games. That would just be fantastic. And then the Western Conference. Vegas and Colorado. Nice. And Colorado has the best goal differential right. in the Western Conference right now and the second best in the league. Okay? They have just as many wins as the St. Louis Blues. And the St. Louis Blues have been on fire recently. Right, So I like the Colorado. That was a tough one. Because I, I see them... Really being able to disrupt stuff. They refuse to dump the puck in. Right. They move the puck incredibly well. It's really hard to bet against Nathan McKinnon. Right. And I think that the Avalanche have been teasing this for years. I think the Avalanche have been just waiting for that opportunity to become the top dog in the Western Conference. I think this is the year that they finally make it it back. Back, yeah. To the Western Conference Final, they play a very tough Vegas Golden Knights team. I think Colorado takes that series in awesome. six. Okay, and then in the Eastern Conference, I am going to go back to it. Toronto and Pittsburgh. I am going with Pittsburgh. Okay, it would be Pittsburgh and Colorado. You talk about a good uh, old fashioned matchup absolutely. in the Stanley Cup Final. And McKinnon and Crosby train together in the offseason. season. Exactly. to the whole the whole town. I was about to say city. Let me back <laughs> the town. Of Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, would be on fire. Yep. Their two claim to fame stars, Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby, together in a Stanley Cup final, battling take, it out. Yep. You take the senior citizens right. who loved those old right. matchups, For, forget bingo night. We're going and watching the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> exactly. No, just play. no. Sorry, yeah, play yeah, it. There. Just, they'll, just they'll, play it. No, they'll they'll no, play. Bingo you can't yeah, skip b- yeah, yeah, Bingo sorry. Night. <laughs> Forgive me, just, it's, it's, it's background noise. Yeah. it's okay. background Very noise. Good. They're not actually watching it. They just know that they're in it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they, they, they look. They all collectively look up. Nathan <laughs> McKinnon, or Sidney Krause on the ice, and then they'll go back, which we, is great. They'll have about a minute and a half to spend there. Then they'll go, yeah. Okay. Oh, we have roasted That's, old people. We have roasted the United States government. We've roasted the president. <laughs> this is okay. But Pittsburgh, Colorado. I like this matchup. Obviously, I like this matchup.
1: What's oh, going to happen?
0: What happens? What? Well, Stanley Cup final. It, it's such a good matchup because you take the senior citizens fans, and then you take the new fans. Sure. And just create this whole new. You know, hockey kind of thing, like, yeah, you like fighting. Yeah, we like cool goals scored. Let's all have fun together. Gotcha. I think that that's such a great matchup, and Colorado takes it. All right. Takes it in five. Wow. Because that, once Colorado gets hot, Mm -hmm. they don't need goaltending. They really don't, and they'll yeah. have it though. But they don't need it, right? Colorado- I'm assuming with this matchup, you're thinking probably Colorado has home ice advantage, right? I uh, well, yeah, because I, I see that. I, I see think, that scenario I think more likely with the, w- in with five. The way that so the quickly, season's sort of shaping out, right? They quickly pick up two. They win the first two games. They win the first they two put games. Pittsburgh on, the, on their heels. Pittsburgh might scrape out game three. They will. And then Colorado responds game and four. And then wins it at home. And then wins it at home. Yeah. And uh, there's so many colliding factors with why the Avalanche are going to win the Stanley Cup. But I, I don't see how you bet against Pittsburgh sure. in the Eastern Conference. Because I feel like Boston and Washington haven't played competitive hockey in a while. Right. I feel like the Flyers peaked too early. Yeah. Pittsfield has assembled four lines. Yeah. Four, four, four lines solid lines that can continue to score when they're playing and all meshing. hmm And Colorado has just been has just built their team around Scott Granthonen right. and McKinnon, you know. Rantanen had the troubles signing in the offseason. he's yeah, right. That was the drama. The, that was yeah. the drama, and the Pittsburgh Penguins needed a boost getting Galchenyuk, and then they shipped them off for Zucker, and, I mean, it's just been right a monumental right. difference in Marlo, play. Marlowe's just, just the cherry <laughs> on top of... Oh, yeah, and we'll pick up Patrick Marlowe. Yep. And, and, Marlo, you want a cup? Let's do it. Let's do it. But apparently not... not Close they, enough. They, they get the, they get him to the dance. They and, bought him in, yeah. And uh, you know it, it's Colorado and it's Pittsburgh, and I think Con Smythe is going to be Landeskog. Okay. I feel like the Penguins will find a way to shut down McKinnon and Rantanen, but Gabriel Landeskog has always been a thorn in the side to pretty much every team he's on. Um, and sort of building up to that, I. think feel like Colorado is just going to have to play really tough hockey in the first two rounds to even make it to the Western right, Conference Finals. Right. So yeah. we're, we're assuming they're going to weather a lot mm-hmm. and, and get into a comfortable... So they, I mean, it's going to have to be a tight, tight game. And, and Pittsburgh will likely play a wild card team. Mm-hmm you know like a New York Rangers or right. a, or uh you know Columbus Blue Jackets a, a a team they can handle right and then the big brawlers the eastern conference are going to wear each other down sure pittsburgh's going to just breeze through them right the only team that can still mhm the huh. only the, the, it's a solid team that can definitely handle Handle a tired team. Right. And Colorado's just going to have to build and build and build. They're going to know how to win those tight games. They're going to know how to shut down the defensive zone late in the periods when, you know, they have that one goal, two goal lead. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be a dogfight to just. It's going to be a dogfight in the first game. Pittsburgh's going to put up a good fight. They're going to win by a goal, or or Colorado's going to win by only a goal. Game two. Pittsburgh is going to stumble out of the gate, and then, you know, and then it's going to be smooth sailing for the Avalanche after that. That's that's just my hunch. Yeah. And I've only been following the sport as a, I guess, analytical writer for about two years now. I've only really appreciated the sport uh, from one team standpoint, but for forever but now that I'm sort of looking at this as a whole you just have to look at you have to look at this from an objective standpoint because eastern conference is too tough right it's just too tough and there are too many good teams for a team like Washington or Boston to move on yeah because they they will beat up on each other in those rounds and they'll be tired and the two games Colorado and Pittsburgh have played have been the marquee matchup. Yeah. It goes a 4-3 and a 3-2 win Mm -hmm. for the Penguins in both, but a lot of goals. A lot of goals. But close. Close games. 4-3, 3-2. I mean... Trade chances. Yeah. You know... Yeah, those teams are built similarly as well. Yeah. We talked about the the star power and the the similarities to in style between McKinnon and and Crosby. They practice together in the offseason. And and they're two very different players, but they both approach the game the same way. Yeah. And, you know, the best way to play defense is to play offense as much as possible. And that's the system that both of those teams run. Right. So, Colorado, like McKinnon. Gets a chance on a breakaway. Sure. Denied. Period, yeah. Denied. Right. And then Sydney just comes right back the other way. And sure. Tries, and it's, right. it's just going to be back and forth. It's going to be a bunch of fun to watch. Yeah. If it right. happens. I like that. Okay. You heard it here. We've got Vegas winning in my matchup, and we've got the Colorado Avalanche It's winning. weird that we both picked a Western Conference team considering how weak the conference actually is. Yeah. Yep. I mean, maybe we'll do a... A redraw. <laughs> A redraw? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe next week the Predators will be like right. back in the playoff spot and be like, Oh yeah, they're totally gonna win the Stanley Cup. But um, But yeah, I, I, I don't I I don't know folks. We we just like to do these types of things and we like to talk about these types of things because it's fun it is fun. It's fun to watch teams like the avalanche and the Penguins and for that matter the Maple Leafs and, and the and the Golden Knights we love to watch these teams play hockey We love to think about all these great matchups we love to watch these great matchups and I mean we've got a full full lineup tonight yeah tonight for those of you wanting to watch some hockey and you you can on the NBC Sports Network. Which hopefully your cable providers have, or you can catch it most likely at any local restaurant. <laughs> a great, a great option tonight at seven p.m. You've got the Hurricanes and the Flyers. Such a good match. That's up. the prime time game tonight. You can really catch it anywhere uh, at seven o'clock Eastern Time. Stars, uh, stars and Predators, Penguins and Sabers. Yep. Canadians and Lightning, Bruins and Panthers, Capitals and Rangers talked about those teams quite a bit recently yeah islanders senators oilers blackhawks maple leafs kings and if you download the nhl mobile app there is a free game playing tonight that's the maple leafs and the kings mm-hmm. you're not going to see some great hockey hits, <laughs> but you, you can see some hockey on there uh that should be a beatdown. down the mm-hmm. leafs need to show up uh Maybe the Leafs will be cursed like the Penguins are. They just do not play well mm-hmm. on those California teams. That road trip they just went on was not a good time. We'll see if the Leafs can hang because the Kings are looking to disrupt some people. Right? You know they're they don't have anything else to play for than mm-hmm. measure up against these stronger Eastern Conference teams. Yep. And in local hockey tonight, Indy Fuel. Let's go Fuel! Playing the Wheeling Nailers. Hey, and then tomorrow. They play again at home. Both games start seven p.m. And then will you be featured? I will you making tr- it up tonight. I, I, okay. I will try to. I've got okay. baseball practice that's True. sort of been uh, prohibiting me from going. But go out, support your local hockey teams. Go out, enjoy the game. Absolutely, enjoy the game. Watch the game. Enjoy the game. Create your own stupid playoff predictions like Ben and I have. But although I think ours is just a little bit more validated because we have yeah. a radio show. Right, <laughs> right. But it's just like. <laughs> We're the verified, uh, (laughs) self-verified experts on the air. Thank you for listening to us, everybody. And thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Hopefully, Ben, will you be back with me next week? I should be. All right. I will try to get a guest lined up. But, folks, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to 91.5 WGRE, your sound alternative.